Welcome to the Say Yes Movement Podcast. Hey, Heather, how's it going today? It's going good, John. How about yourself? I'm feeling fantastic. Ooh, <laughs> good energy this morning. Good that. energy. Well, well, so I went, I went out for a walk this morning and it's feeling fresh. You can feel, okay. you know, I, I don't want to say this because I know it's only August 29th, but actually it's the 30th. Uh, it's feeling fresh. You can feel the fall in the air, right? So it's you definitely can. So it's uh, it's definitely a different feeling, but I love the fall because fall to me is also renewal, right? I know it's weird because people think of spring as renewal, but I think fall is renewal because really that's when a lot of people go back into the workplace. It's when people come back from vacation. It's when the kids go back to school. And that to me has always represented the start really of a new year. Not so much January, but more like the fall, like September. I don't know about you. How about you? I'm I'm with you. Listen, the fall is a celebration moment because not only is it, you know, the moment where, you know, the earth, like the whole earth, the leaves fall down, they decompose, they create all the nutrients that's needed for growth that's going to happen in the spring. And this is the time to do things, same thing for us, right? What is it that we're going to double down on so that we can make 2024 our best year? Now's the time to start that planning so that we can be successful. And there's one more thing to celebrate, John. Pumpkin spice. So yeah, I don't know if I agree with you on that one. I don't. Yeah. You yeah. are not on the pumpkin spice latte. Now, not the Starbucks version that is full of sugar, but just the flavoring. <laughs> I'm not on the pumpkin spice bandwagon, like whatever. So I guess this is where we have it for the first time on the show. We have, oh my God, we need to vote. Difference. We need to vote. Who's oh, on my, my side? Pumpkin spice. And who's on John's side? Knows pumpkin no spice. pumpkin spice. Listen, I've been drinking coffee black for years now. So I actually can appreciate the taste and flavor of, and actually last week I had this really good organic coffee that was, I don't know where it, this lady got it from, but it was like so clean and so smooth. Um, but yeah, no flavored stuff doesn't belong in coffee. And listen, I also have a belief that I coffee should not be cold, right? But that's just me. That's my belief. Coffee's coffee, coffee's hot, but that's whatever. We're not gonna get into that debate today. <laughs> I know we can create so much controversy today on whether or not your coffee should be hot, cold, or spicy, pumpkin-y, and whatever. All this well, I think it comes down to this, right? Is is we have rituals and pumpkin mm. spice latte is a phenomenon that i mean great for the marketing it does taste good i like it but yeah. it also is a signal it's a ritual it's a oh my god the pumpkin spice latte is already out or you walk into costco and you're like oh my god the the christmas stuff is already out is it already that time and even though we make a big deal out of it we're like it's the next stage. It's the next stage. At least mm -hmm. that's how I see it. I don't get depressed. I don't get sad. I get I get excited because it means another season of my life is here. And it means that I'm going to be 1% better than I was the day before the day before that. So that growth that we're stepping into is happening all around us. And, you know, if we take our cues from the earth, what does the earth do to be successful? Well, it hibernates, it settles down, it gets really, really into itself, and then it re it's ready to flourish. So that's the time that, you know, we should be writing our goals down. That's the time we should be journaling. That's the time we should be thinking, all right, 
who did what what mistakes did I make or what things would I like to change and do differently in 2024? And that's a great reflection point. Oh, Felicia's never. Okay, Felicia, you are our tie vote. You have to go try it, and then you have to let us know which one. But I'll tell you, it is a little bit sweet, so you might want to not put the whipped cream on it. That's not that's not a good option. So, <laughs> one vote for John. All right, no, thank you, Felicia. Appreciate the support, and good morning. Good morning. Uh, but yeah, I know. Listen, there's something. So you're right. You know, hibernating doesn't mean go to sleep for the next four months. <laughs> next quarter. No. Hibernating really means like getting into the work. Right. So taking time to like Heather said, you know, take the time to journal, take time to write the things that you want. And, you know, the theme for today, you know, one thing I want to look at, and I talked about this on my TikTok and my one of my videos this morning was just growth, right? Like, how are you growing? And sometimes in order to like go really fast, you have to slow down and you have to write things out, right? You have to externalize these thoughts, these ideas that you might have for what that next phase of your life is going to look like. And if you break it down, and this is what I love, right? Like you just break things down into 30-day chunks, right? Like I know you do your six-week sprints. I do the 30-day with the 30-day shred. And it's just breaking things down into smaller chunks, right? Because they're a lot more manageable than thinking about, oh, my gosh, what's this next year going to look like? Mm -hmm. Like it's 90 days or 30 days or 15 days or 10 days. Like anybody can do anything for five or six days or seven days. Anything, anybody can do anything for a day, right? Like if your goal is to just go walk for 30 minutes for one day, you can do that, right? Yes. It isn't so much of a challenge. What gets really interesting, and, and this is, you know, I've been having discussions around this, is when you start overthinking it, it's like, mm. oh, my God, I have all this stuff that I got to do. How am I going to do it? Well, don't yeah. think about all this stuff. Just think about, you know, I, I talked about this when I did the Ironman. It's just think about what that next marker in the water is, right? Think about what that next marker on the road is. Think about that next marker on, you know, the trail. Like you just need to get to that next marker in order to continue on. Because once you're there, it's like, okay, I'm already here. Why don't we just keep going? And I don't know if you've experienced that where it's like, okay, I just need to get to this one point. If I can get here, then I'm already here. Let's like, let's just keep going, right? Like it, your mind doesn't fight you on this, right? A hundred percent. Listen, when I started my exercise routine, I was, you know, I needed to lose quite a bit of weight. I hadn't exercised. And I said to myself, I'm going to run for one song. And I picked the longest Prince song ever and I couldn't do it. So the next day I tried again and the next day I tried again, I think it was the third day I finally got the whole song. So it's small little measurements of success mm. that you want to do. And you know, I, 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 I have a, I, I listened to somebody that, that had a really good momentum action that they can do. And every day they ask, they wake up and they ask themselves this question, what happened yesterday that I don't want to repeat again today? And it could be, maybe you didn't eat properly. Maybe you didn't do your exercise. Maybe you procrastinated. Maybe you didn't call that friend that you were thinking of. And all you do is make a decision not to do that again the next day. And I was like, oh, that's a really good reflection question. Okay, what happened yesterday that I could improve upon to make my life even better? And, you know, we all have those days. It's not to beat yourself up, but to take that next step of growth and just 
one little increment. So people always, you know, ask, what should I do first? What should I do second? You know, how do I achieve these big goals? And in fact, the answer is just what me and John are saying. It's what's one thing that you can do today that's going to help you live your best life. And one area of your life that might be the challenging part. So it might be, you know, you, you want to communicate more effectively. All right. Who are you going to talk to? Who are you going to speak in front of? Who are you going to share your story with? doesn't matter what that one area is, but saying yes to something that scares you is pretty incredible for getting yeah. you forward. Yeah, no, listen, I, you know, one of the things I also did on my walk this morning is I reflected on all the things I've kind of said yes to over the last year. And if I were to draw a map, <laughs> if I were to draw, you know, like a guide in terms of things that I said yes to in the last year and a bit, you would look at me and say, what are you like? What were you like? I look at myself and I ask myself, like, what were you thinking? Right. Like, why would you do that? And, you know, the truth is you don't know where the yes is going to take you. Right. And, and, and this see, is... John, I don't see that at all. So I'm just going to challenge you. Like, <laughs> why? Whose voice is that that's telling you that you said yes to things that were out of this norm? Because I'll tell you, I see a circle around you and it all comes back to you wanting to be the best version of yourself. You wanting to grow mm -hmm. and you wanting to experience and be of service. So those three values yeah. that you live by in everything you do circle around. And now you can say yes to all kinds of things. So I. I just want to challenge your story because it's a little bit crazy because I've lived the same one, by the way. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but it's the values that stayed is the same no mm. matter what you said yes to. And I think that's a really important uh, distinction is that we can say yes to things that are just going to be life lessons. But as long as we're doing it with our value system, it's it's going to be OK. It's going to work out. Yeah. No, yeah, no, absolutely. And it, yeah. You're right. You're like, it is. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm actually, I don't even think I'm crazy anymore. I think this is just the way it is. Right. Like that's a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like that's where I'm at right now in my life. And just the things that I want to do with it. Like it was interesting because when you work in a corporate environment for so long, you have to fit within a box. You have to be a certain person to get, you know, things done to, to achieve certain things and, you know, hit your objectives and all that other stuff that you do inside of a corporation. But when you're no longer like, when, there's no more box, right? Like life, you know, I always talk about life is whatever it is you want it to be, right? And for the first time in a long, actually for the first time in a very, very, very long time, I think the last time I felt like this, I was a kid, right? Like when you're a kid, there's no boundaries. Like you can do whatever it is you want to do and nobody's going to judge you because you're a kid and whatever, you're exploring, you're curious, you're, you're just fascinated with all the different things around you. And for the first time in a long time, I feel like I'm back into that fascination stage. I can try whatever it is I want to try. And it's, I don't like doing it anymore. You don't have to do it. Like you can just no. stop and just move on to something else. Right. Cause when I tell people, you know, like some of the stuff that I do and they're like, they, they, they have two, one of two looks. It's like one, it's like, wow, that's awesome. You know, the one thing they do, they kind of like went down a certain career path. They stayed on that path and that's all they do. Right. And other people are like, why don't you just pick one thing? Well, like, why do you need to pick one thing? I think it's important that our audience knows that we've subscribed to that corporate think or that 
that old school thinking. Both of us spent a very many years. I was 26 years. You were how many years at a corporation? 22, yeah. 22, 22 years. years. So we we have subscribed to that thought process that we know other people have. And then what we did is we said, all right, what if that isn't true? And the more and more you explore something not being true, the more you find out that, oh, wait a minute, I was missing out on seeing the world through a different lens. So we're actually exploring the world through a different lens. And what am I uncovering is, you know, th these concepts of even retirement came at a time, like do you, you know, the history of retirement was actually to move the older workforce out because there wasn't enough jobs. So the, this concept of, you know, get to 65 and retire is a made up social constraint in order to make sure that there was enough jobs for the younger generation. Well, guess what? We're in a in a world where you can you can literally make money online doing things that you love, being an influencer, you know, writing courses, doing all kinds of things. All the jobs that when I went to school, like they, some of them exist, but some of them don't exist, and all brand new ones are out there. So retirement mm -hmm. is a farce and you know what if you just were of service till the end of your life and john me and you have friends that are you know uh, definitely older than us and in a lot of ways younger than us because their <laughs> thinking has has transformed to this next level of thinking of like my life is going to be of service and i am going to use this body to its to its maximum possibilities to the very last day Wow, that is not what retirement was taught us. That's not what our parents did, and that's not what society is telling us to do. Yeah, no, it's interesting. Well, you know, we have I have a my, one of my friends. They're in their early seventies, and they're still going out there and making an impact and influencing the world. And there's no slowing her down, right? Like it's yeah. just it's not going to happen. The energy, the vibrancy, just the willingness to want to give back to the world in a really positive way is what keeps her going, right? I'm not saying her name just to kind of protect the innocent here, but she, to me, is a model of what's possible because I used to have, you know, we talk, we're, we're continuing on the theme of growth. You know, I used to have a model of what people in their 60s and 70s used to look like. And, you know, and I've shared this before. My, my parents are no longer with us. I lost my mom at 63 and my dad at 73. And if I were to look at that as my models, like I'm on a, my timeline's getting really short. I only have a little bit left, right? But it doesn't have to be that way. And, you know, what I've discovered, especially over the last year and a half, is there's things that we can do now that can really create longevity for us. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. I, I don't know why I'm touching my head. My brain's thinking. It's on fire today. Um, the one thing that there's a, there's a line that I live by and I learned it from Sarah Blakely, who's the founder of Spanx, right? She said, you know, the more I experience, the more I have to offer others. Mm. And, you know, subconsciously, and you know, as you were saying all the things that you were saying, I'm like, I'm doing that, right? <laughs> like I'm experiencing and doing things that I never thought I would do. I didn't even know they were within my realm of possibility to tell you the 100%. truth. percent. Yeah. Right. But we step into the yes, right? We step into, hey, you want to be a professor? I'm like, yes, let's do this. And here we are, right? Like we, we had a great experience this past week, you know, sitting and understanding what academia looks like and to be a part of that. Like I didn't even think that was even, that wasn't even something I could have thought of because it just wasn't within my sphere of the world, right? And 
when you go out and you experience things, you get to offer more back, right? Like this That's is right. where I, I love what we're doing. It's when you say yes, you're you're saying yes to a part of you that wants to be out there. You're saying yes to a part of you that wants to experience and be curious of like in a really fascinating way of the world, right? Yeah. So, and, you know, and people think, "Oh, I have to do the job and, you know, there's parts of it that I don't love and that's okay." And you know, you know, as entrepreneurs, I have to do my taxes. <laughs> I don't love it. It's just the way it goes. But you know, ask yourself, are you growing every day? And mm. is the things that you're doing uh, helping others grow? So growing can go both ways, right? I find that when I'm helping someone else grow, I'm growing at the mm -hmm. same time because I'm reliving the moment that I'm either sharing or the experience that I'm uh, imparting on someone. And then I'm watching how they're interpreting it. And then I ask them, what are you going to do with that information? Like what's changed in your perception? And when people share that, what, what they see or what they hear or what they're going to do, it's a new possibility that even I didn't consider because mm -hmm. they're taking all their experiences, their life and pasting it onto that as a new possibility. And then boom, this whole new world just opens up. So that's another way to grow is to share your experiences and then ask the person, now that you've heard that, what are you going to do with that information? and yeah. it's they they and they it, you want to ask that especially if you're a coach if you're a coach listening in on this you want to ask that question because you might have meant to have a different lesson learned but as a coach as a mentor as a as a teacher you don't get to be the the decider of what the other person learns and let that go. Just let that go and let them learn what the message is that they, because what are they, what's the philosophy that when you're ready, the teacher will show up. So mm -hmm. whatever they're learning from you, let them take that and, and go with it. It's, okay. uh, it, it's really, really important that you understand that as a coach, that that person's journey is their journey. You're just there to facilitate and, and show them, you know, what's possible. Yeah, no, I, I 100%. I, I agree. I That's the part I love about coaching, right? Like you, you think you're sharing something that's going to lead them down a path somewhere. But they open up a brand new path. And you're like, what? Where did that come from? And how did you take that from what I just said? So it, it is such an amazing experience to live through and to see and you're right. You, you know, there are things in what you like things in your own personal experience that you don't even see. But because you share those experiences, right? Like through coaching, you can share your experiences. There's a whole new perspective that didn't even like, like we all, we're all blind to, we all have a, a bit of a blind side in terms of what we see and what we experience. And the only way to unfold and see those blind spots is really to share what we know with others. This and is why just, we do this podcast, yeah. John. This is our, I mean, both of you and I have had the experience of our listeners coming back and saying, hey, I took this away. And we're like, wow, did we say what? that? I don't even remember that part. That's fantastic. Okay, yes. Um, so listen, if you are a leader of any sort, and by the way, we're all leaders in our own because we are always one step ahead of someone in our life and we can impart those stories, then, you know, do not hold on to your stories, share them with the world, share them with one person and see if it's going to be helpful for them. So if you know someone that's going through something that you're a few steps ahead of them, this is the time to 
ask permission to say, could I share my story of when I was going through something like you're going through? And in fact, I'm having tons of those conversations right now as, as coaching clients, people that are going through transition, they're feeling older, they're feeling like I just left my company. What do I do? It's okay. This is, that's your ego talking and not your growth model person talking. And let's get you curious about what's possible. So I think that's the call to action, John. Yeah, no, yeah. Get curious and, you know, offer, offer up your story to somebody that needs it today. And, you know, I I don't think we realize how valuable that is to some, right? Especially we don't know what everybody's going through, right? But sometimes just, and, you know, the one part I like that you talked about is just asking for that permission to share, right? Hey, can I share this experience with you? And as coaches, that's what we do, right? And that just allows them to open up to be able to receive what we're going to say. So, you know, take that into consideration, offer it up. Don't just like go in there and just, here's my story. And this is what I did. Ask for permission first. Right. And then that part that allows the conversation to continue. But yeah, no, absolutely. absolutely. I I always say it like this. I have one story that, you know, it was a transition story for me. I'm not going to tell it now because we don't have time, but I always say, would you like to hear a story where, I really grew, like I really, really mm. grew. And they're like, of course, like, so they're, you know, also think about the hooks or the, you know, how do yeah. you make it feel like you're going to be vulnerable? And so they're already trusting that this story is going to be helpful to them. And the vulnerability is so, so important in storytelling. Okay, John, I, I that sounds going. like a whole other podcast, Heather. Absolutely. Don't start anything that we cannot finish. That's the rule in my house. Don't start anything you can't finish. Uh, so <laughs> Done. All right, done. So remember, we will be back on Friday. I know we're going into a long weekend, so I'm super excited about that. It is Celebration Friday, so join us and share your celebration. This And this time, we're going to cover the whole summer. Let's celebrate what we did this summer, because the summer, or in July and August, so looking forward to that. So just remember, when you shift your mindset, you shift your life. Wishing you all a great one, and we'll see you all soon. Take care, everybody.